Business Person of the Month with Evershed Sutherland, Ireland's most established and largest global law firm. Yeah, each month we will showcase some of the country's finest business leaders and innovators working at the biggest and smallest companies in Ireland. The award of Business Person of the Month will reflect excellence within the recipient's profession. And remember, it's open to all types of companies, large or small. So if you know a candidate who you feel has excelled in their field, you can nominate them for a Business Person of the Month or you could even nominate yourself. Simply go to newstalk.com forward slash nominate. Newstalk.com forward slash nominate. And we intend doing our interview with the monthly winner on Friday next week. And that's all thanks to Evershed Sutherland, Ireland's largest and most established global law firm. Now, a few weeks ago, we broadcast the show live from Shannon to highlight some of the amazing companies and the cluster effect of bringing talented people together in one area down there. Among the people I spoke to was Russ Vickers from the Future Mobility Campus in Shannon, who tests drones as well as self-driving cars for how we might all be getting around in the very near future. I'm standing here at the Future Mobility Campus and I'm looking at a gorgeous red Jaguar SUV with a Future Mobility sign on it. And I'm with Russ Vickers, who runs the Future Mobility Campus here in Ireland from County Meath. Russ, what are you doing with this gorgeous SUV? Because I'm looking at the roof rack and I'm looking at a lot of kit and cameras and lights on it. Yeah, it's like something from Back to the Future, I guess. So, uh, so yeah, essentially what we have here is we've created a test bed for future mobility. And what that actually means is we've created, uh, we're, we're using the area that we're based in, which is in the Shannon Free Zone. And we're using that to test and develop autonomous vehicles, uh, autonomy in drones, and also looking at how smart cities of the future will be put together from a communications point of view. Now, can you walk me through what the thing at the top is? I'm looking at a silver round device with a kind of a blue... It looks as if it's kind of like a, a, like a police flashing sirens thing. What is that? That is called a LIDAR, which stands for Laser Imaging uh, Detection and Ranging. So, essentially, it is a sensor that we use on the vehicle to be able to tre- see a 360-degree v- uh, view of, what we, of, of what's happening in the, in the surrounding area. And send gigabytes or terabytes of data to the back. I suppose to explain it from why we have the sensors on the top is that we need to be able to, the vehicle needs to be able to see 360 degree vision and needs to be able to see that in all the different weather conditions. We're in Clare and sometimes we get some inclement weather and essentially we need to be able to see during the night, during the day, in fog, all of these, all these different weather conditions and that's why you need a different array of sensors. So we have the LiDAR on top which you just, we just explained. We also use standard cameras or, or very high uh, precision cameras and then we also use radars which you know a lot of people are familiar with and basically they're detecting you know uh, as as they they move forward so we use all of those sensors together and then we use a thing called sensor fusion which is essentially getting all the information from those sensors and building it into one picture that we kind of is what we call it you know as a picture of truth of what we say what, what those images are telling us we know is the truth of what's surrounding them from there and we basically take we do all of that in the back of the in the vehicle with a lot of computing power who made this happen for you because this is a lot of very expensive kit 
So we're, we're funded as part of the Regional Enterprise Development Fund, essentially, which is, is money that, I suppose, comes essentially from Europe, but it's, part, it's funded by, uh, through the Department of uh, Enterprise Trade uh, and Employment, and essentially it's administered by Enterprise Ireland. So we've received the funding from them, and then with, with around 80% funded from, from the department, and then Enterprise Ireland, and then we're also then a lot of partners in the region that are helping us. So there's a lot of... What I didn't realise when I first got into this is how many companies in Ireland are involved in this space in automotive in you know in smart cities and all this there's, there's just companies everywhere you don't really you don't think of it that so much when you think of Ireland you don't think about automotive for example when you think of Ireland so much but that's actually starting to change because all the automotive and transportation in general is there it's it's becoming way more tech focused and it's a lot more about the skills that we have here in Ireland whether it's you know uh, software development or how do you manage big sets of data or machine learning all of these type of things so that's the, the pull that, that that's basically brought this here so we've a lot of great industry support partners are supporting us uh, Shannon Airport Group are also we use a lot of their infrastructure that we're all, all around the they allow you drive around uh, and test these driverless cars though there is a driver in, in them there is there is a driver in them and yeah and the, that's as due to the legislation but yes but the legislation we're hoping might even change in the next six months yeah so the legislation and with the next um, uh, rev of the road traffic act uh, which is going to bring in legalized things like e-scooters there's there's a there's a piece in there that we've been working with the department of transport for a long time to allow autonomous testing on on roads in ireland we're now the leading country that drives on the left hand side of the road in europe so we really have to step up for that because these machines and it's obviously different you know how how they how they drive from from a european context and a big piece about this as well is we like everyone gravitates towards the autonomous piece of it because that's the cool piece but a big piece about this is about safety it's about basically trying to prevent accidents and and uh, save lives essentially there's an opportunity here to bring in technologies that can basically see a lot of these things and anticipate it before happening and it's already happening in in production cars but what can we do to basically then hopefully get to the state of like zero road deaths so final question i have a nine-year-old and a ten-year-old is it possible that within 20 years that they will be able to get into the back of a vehicle and tell it where to go yeah it's it's happening now it's it's already happening in san francisco and places like this and in, in these bigger cities uh companies like waymo who are who are you know owned by google this is starting to happen you can imagine it happening in cities but it, it, and then it'll slowly start to move into more rural areas and start to do that. I think what you'll see is this kind of high mix where, to be honest, to do autonomy, autonomy on a highway right now is pretty easy. It's, it's kind of a known condition and you don't have, you know, you don't have a cow walking across a motorway or something like that typically. So it's quite easy for those systems to cope. Where it gets really difficult is a boring down in West Clare or maybe trying to navigate the, in Paris or something like that where people can, you know, it just, it's a lot. Or a drunk stumbling into the road. A drunk stumbling into the road. And how do you, how do you react to that? And then the, what, what decisions will the vehicle make, right? You know, obviously, some acts, if someone just suddenly appears... You, you know, there's this whole this decision that the vehicle has to make then of, do I stop, do I swerve, do I, all of these type of things. So these are, there's a lot of like these corner cases that are really difficult to prove out. And the ultimate goal is that there's, you know, zero fatalities, but it's just going to, it's going to be a step, you know, how do we step through that? Now that's Russ Vickers speaking to me from the Future Mobility Campus in Shannon. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Talk.